players. We tend to think of political history, social history, economic history, military history, uh, and in contemporary times of gender relations and sexual history. But if you think about it, all of the higher species have relations of power. They have social organization. Uh, they organize their own means of production. Uh, they engage in struggles with each other. Um, their wars for the means of survival. Uh, and they certainly engage in relationships of gender and sexuality. We are not different from the other species in that regard. What makes our history remarkably different is that we are thinking beings of a different order. In addition to humor, perhaps one of the more singular human characteristics, we are distinguished from the other higher species above all else by our capacity for abstract thought. We mediate our relationship to nature by means of our thought and our understanding. And that is why we as human beings have more than a biological history, than an evolutionary history. We have what we think of as a living history in which major changes occur not across geological and evolutionary time, um, but across decades centuries and millennia. If one looks at the life of termites, birds, raccoons, squirrels, cats and dogs, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 years ago, they are essentially the same. Their political history, their social history, their economic history, their sexual relations. But if we look at human life, all of these aspects of our own lives have changed precisely because we think about the natural order. We think about the world in which we find ourselves and we change our behaviors, our relationships to nature, our relationships to each other, our expectations, our senses of what is possible and impossible, what we may or may not do in this world based upon that thinking. And that is what lends the uniquely human aspect to our history such that if we are to understand our economic, social, political, military, sexual history, we have to understand the changes in the history of human thought. For it is on the basis of the way that we think about the world that we organize our relationship to it. One of the hardest things to make people understand as an intellectual historian is that human thought has a history. 
that the way we think now, that the way we understand the world is not the way people always have understood it or thought about it. That some of the most revolutionary, I would say the most revolutionary changes in being human have occurred precisely because we have changed the way in which we think about the world. In particular, we change our thinking about the natural order, about what is out there to be known. And let's give you a fancy word for that, ontology, the theory or science of being, existence. What is out there? What is possibly out there to be known? What's the stuff?